millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, it's been quite a week across the mid-Atlantic states. Uh, let's talk about southern New Jersey for a second, Passion, and then we'll, then we'll move on. Um, Atlantic City, Wildwood, you know, 8 to 12 inches of snow. That happened on Monday. Um, and I know we we're just talking about New Jersey, but then, we, you know, you saw what happened along I-95 uh, from mm-hmm. D.C. toward Fredericksburg. You know, you and I talked about that, you know, on Monday that, you know, everything was going to be get frozen shut. And that's exactly what happened. Um, but then this morning. We had freezing drizzle and, you know, you've, I've seen this so many times in my career. Um, I won't say how long that spanned. Um <laughs> That when you get this set up, you get, you know, some freezing drizzle. And it's like an ice rink. We had problems across New Jersey, Southeast Pennsylvania, uh, South Philly had problems, problems across the tri-state around New York City. We had road closures in Connecticut. You have a, a story of your friends in where is it in New York City? Was in, it in New Manhattan? Jersey. In yeah, New Jersey. they were. I mean, everything right outside. You get to the I mean, I'm surprised that they even got to the bottom of the stairs without slipping, thankfully. But got to the bottom and then you step and you don't, it looks like it's wet, but it's actually all ice Yeah, and you just, you had no traction. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big problem this morning. A lot of that has been alleviated. We're going to be talking about finally, you know, some, something we haven't talked much about lake effect snow. Mm -hmm. That's coming. That's going to be picking up. We have another storm coming, which is a little tricky with snow accumulations. Pasha and I already had a, some discussion about that. Um, we're going to then talk about the Northwest and then Pash will be admitting to me. Uh, no, that when it comes to football, most no. I'm right. 99.9% of the time. No, maybe you need to switch careers then. Yeah. And then that is significantly <laughs> higher than what Pash says about football. But we'll talk about that coming up. You're listening to weather insider. What's today's date. I don't even know. The January 5th. 5th. Wow. Wow. All right. This morning, I mean, hey, listen, you had a southeasterly flow coming in out of the off the Atlantic. You had cold air in place. You know, temperatures were, were below freezing, road temperatures below freezing. You had trace amounts of precip, a couple hundreds, but that's all you need. And, uh, you know, there were there were wrecks all over the place. New Jersey, Connecticut. Um, I, I, we talked about New Jersey, South Philly. We had problems up in the Massachusetts. Uh, a lot of that has been alleviated now with temperatures above freezing. And for the most part, you know, today is more of a, you know, get cleaned up and let's get ready for the next one. Yeah. My mom was actually saying it was, it was coming down pretty good in Staten Island earlier this morning around say 10 a.m. Uh-huh. So some Did mom have any little... ice. No, I don't think there was much. In, yeah. No, she mm-hmm. just said she had to run a couple errands this morning and she mm-hmm. was glad she made it in before it started pouring. Mm hmm. Now, next storm. This is yeah, this one. Um, it's a fast moving system, fast moving shortwave. I still don't like when it goes negatively tilted. 
And it does so, you know, across parts of West Virginia, Virginia. And then the core of that energy, if you follow me here, the core of that energy goes, um, you know, north of Washington, D.C., between Harrisburg, Philadelphia, around New York City, toward Hartford, toward Providence, toward Boston. That's the core of the trough. It's negatively tilted. It's fast moving, lots of energy. Um, but what what is preceding this storm and what always makes me suspicious is there's a, a fresh injection of cold air. Now, the cold air that we have is leaving. You know, it, it got eroded today, and that's why we had the freezing drizzle. You know, temperatures today in the 40s, not that it's warm, warm, but you know, it's warmer than what we have. Well, there's a fresh injection coming in. And this this air is cold across uh, the Dakotas. Temperatures this morning were below uh, below zero. And there were wind gusts over 40 miles per hour. We had blizzard warnings out Grand Forks and Fargo. And uh, Accuweather the real field temperatures this morning were minus 50, 50 below. I mean, that's as wow. cold as I mean, that, that that's 50 below. Well, that cold air, not 50 below, but I mean, uh, the temperatures, Chicago. Around five o'clock this afternoon, 11, 12 degrees, real field temperatures below zero. That's sneaky cold air, and that's preceding that storm. And then you bring the storm in. So, you know, if you go to AccuWeather.com and, and you can see our snow map, we have a large area of three to six inches, which includes areas north and west of D.C., northern Virginia, uh, near the Harrisburg area, near Philadelphia, near New York City. And, you know, there are, there are some, and I know, Pash, you're skeptical of that, but I think you would agree that, you know, once you get from New York City on south and every time, by the way, the statement I'm about to say is only right about 50 percent of the time. And that is when we have a snow accumulation, let's say three to six inches or one to three inches. And I say, I like the three better than the one. Every time I've said that, you only, you know, it, it, there's a reason why re ranges for snow works. Yeah. Having said that, I never learned my lesson. So I'm going to say it again. You know, from New York City on south toward Philly, where we have three to six inches, I like the three better than the six, but um, I wouldn't rule that out yet. Just I just don't like that fresh injection of cold air and the fact that the trough goes negatively tilted before coming through those areas. It is a fast mover at night. Yeah. And it's coming at night. You made the point. Your point's valid. I will bow down to you on that point <laughs> that it's a fast moving system. Yeah, true. I get that. But I think it I, I think it could be tricky in that zone. Yeah, I mean, I definitely could see three inches for, you know, Philly, New York City. I think there's a, maybe a little sweet spot south of New York City, though, maybe say southeastern Jersey, kind of Delaware, northern Delaware, not quite D.C., but maybe eastern Maryland. That could see maybe four inches yeah, I thought like it was that. going to be north of D.C. along north of the shortwave. So we'll see how that works. Snow's tricky because you can get these banding. You get mm -hmm. these mesoscale bands some, sometimes that set up in areas. Now, again, I think widespread six inches isn't going to happen in that area. But once you get north of New York City, I, I think it's three to six, like Boston, Providence, mm -hmm. Hartford. And, and the other thing that may play in our favor is I was looking at the 850 temperatures. So temperatures at around 5,000 feet. And, and, and when you get that temperature between six and seven and eight degrees Celsius, sometimes you can get that fluffy, dry snow that can accumulate quickly. So instead of 10 to one, it's 15 to one. So, you know, we'll see if that plays into it or not. But I agree, widespread five to six in that area is not likely. It's a fast moving system. But, you know, this is going to be different, though. You know, remember the storm in D.C. 
you know, the you, it, first of all, it's coming at night, which you talked about. So as soon as it starts to snow, it sticks mm-hmm. and roads are slippery, you know, Friday morning throughout the 95, I'm afraid. Yeah. And I think that that's actually uh, an interesting conundrum because it's going to be at night from, say, D.C. up towards New York yeah, City. Yeah. The north of New York City, it's going to be when the sun comes up, but it's probably going to be colder north of New York City anyway. So it's a little bit of a like a seesaw. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's certainly not a huge storm for many, but I think it could be sneaky, you know, because of the fresh injection and also the way that trough goes negative. By the way, if you go to AccuWeather.com, where you follow me on Twitter, I'm at Accurano. I actually did a video and I snuck in the 500 millibar this morning. <laughs> a lot of the people don't like when I do that because a lot of people think you're, you a lot of people think you're talking over people's head. I get that. But I think if you explain it properly. So I snuck it in on AccuWeather.com this morning. So like if it. I'm if, if I'm not here tomorrow morning, <laughs> we you know have what happens an inkling you. of what happened to me. Um, we can talk uh, about we, the cold too before we get into the northwest. I mean, oh god, it's well, it it, it is going to get cold. You know, shot this weekend. By the way, did you see? There's another shot of Arctic air coming. Well, we were talking about that yesterday because that comes into the northeast out ahead of it on Sunday. We may have some icing problems. Yeah, I was looking at temps on Thursday for uh, North Dakota, places like Bismarck, and even mm-hmm. out towards Minneapolis. It looked like Minneapolis wasn't getting above zero. Yeah, and, it's and, sneaky uh, Bismarck, cold. Bismarck was going to be colder on Thursday afternoon than where they were last night for an overnight low. And, you know, the difference, remember, across the upper Midwest, there's going to be uh, there's snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. So the cold gets intensified. Oh, lake effect. We haven't had to talk about that much. One of my favorite lake effect snow sets up setups is what happens off of Lake Erie and Ontario when you have a west-southwest flow in the low levels and you get these single bands that set up uh, uh, off Lake Erie and Ontario, but especially Erie, because you get this whole southwest fetch from throughout the whole, the whole, you get the whole fetch of Lake Erie. And when that sets up, when it first sets up, and, and mark my words, when this comes in the Buffalo late today, it's always preceded by thunder. You always get thunder, thunder snow right when it sets up. You're going to see a quarter STSW or something like that tonight. Right when it sets up, you see that all the time when that band first sets up. And then when you get those single bands, I've seen snowfall rates of three to four inches per hour. Wow. In there. I, I've seen that time and again. I'm telling you, watch that buffalo when that, uh, you know, it'll be at the airport which is just south of the city, I believe. But I, I think when you, when you get that uh, a 220 southwest wind, you get that single band, wild things happen in there. And it looks like the end of the world because you'll get, you will get true. And you don't see this much on, on the airway codes. You will get true. Usually in the airway codes, you're never going to see anything more than a quarter, a quarter S plus, quarter mile visibility. You will see true one eighth S plus in those lake effect snow bands, which you're, you're snowing. Think about that two to three inches per hour. And all you got to do is sit that band for, I don't know, three hours and you've got a foot of snow. I've seen that happen. This it's going to get wild tonight around Buffalo, around Watertown for a time. And, and again, I've seen this when that lake band first sets up, it's almost always, you see thunder snow with that. I don't know. As meteorologists, I always get excited about thunder snow. 
I was going to ask you uh, also what you thought timing wise, because during the day, it's not that cold. No, it's I, I got to look at it. It's tonight. It's right mm-hmm. when it sets up. I think you got to wait until tonight, seven, eight o'clock. But that initial setup is where it, you know, when you get the thunder snow and then, you know, you could just see that band. It just sits there and it just sits there and it just sits there. It's an it's an incredible process. Uh, yeah, I have see. family out in Buffalo, so I'll have to yeah, warn them, them. them. Tell them to get the cameras ready <laughs> and make sure you send in the video. Yes, I will. Um, real quick, uh, Northwest. Uh, next same storm old. coming in. Same old story. Different kind of storm, though. Yeah, more. I would say a more powerful storm. Yeah, more moisture. Next one. Yeah. More moisture, warmer. Warmer, too. yeah. But you know the thing is, there's so much cold air in place now because we had that system leave today. So there's a there's an injection of cold air coming in. So what happens is that cold air I've seen this sit, especially where it gets in, and I think it's going to be across the Washington Cascades. That cold air will sit there longer, and then you're bringing in the Pacific moisture. If you have a chance, and tomorrow morning. You want to go to WS dot, the Washington state dot map. You, you and I look at this all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the real time mapping, you can get the cameras and uh, cameras in there. I think Snoqualmie Pass, those cameras have been shut down. But yeah, it, the other ones gonna, are working, though. The other ones working White Pass and, and Stevens passes uh, uh, Highway 12 north of uh, Seattle. Uh, north of Snoqualmie, I think it's Highway 2. I always get White Pass and uh, Stevens Pass. I think Stevens Pass is Highway 12 and White Pass is Highway 2. I think that's right. But anyway, if you watch those, I mean, the cameras may be totally white because I think they're going to get I think you're going to get a foot of snow. Then it goes to rain. Then it gets colder again. And, you know, I was also talking about this. They have a tremendous snowpack out there because they've been getting inundated. Um, I think they've already had, you know, I don't know how much snow they they, they they had a couple feet of snow in the last 48 hours. I think uh, I think they're getting another one to two feet of snow. Then it goes to rain. Then it gets cold. So I think avalanches are going to be a problem out there. I'll be interested to see if they have ange- avalanche watches or alerts, uh, you know, Thursday and Friday out there. Yeah, I think that's a really uh, real possibility there in the Northwest. I forget what state it was, but I did see some avalanche warnings up yesterday don't remember exactly where, but it was somewhere. Maybe it was. What if it's? It always seems to be in Montana. Maybe it was in Montana. They always seem to be in Montana. I've noticed. I don't. Yeah, and Avalanche I think the other maybe. concern too, and you kind of alluded to this, is flooding. That's yeah. gonna be a big concern too. I mean, you have snow, a good snowpack. I would say pretty low, no thousand, fifteen hundred mm-hmm. feet. Yeah, you and have over easily a foot of snow in those areas. That starts to melt and you're going to have issues. By the way, you were right about the avalanche. Um, it's out in the Wasatch across mm. Utah. That's where they, they seem I, to have them a lot. Yeah, those are scary. I want to go out and ski in Colorado and Utah, but uh-huh. the avalanche part scares me. I went in Canada and I didn't have that worry but something about these avalanche warnings in the four corners, just, I don't know. Yeah. By the way, uh, you're talking about the flooding flood watch is already out. Yes. Washington. I saw they were Oregon, adding yeah. them up yesterday too. Yeah. Uh, they expanded them pretty good yesterday. The flood yeah. watches. Uh, the watches are already out when the storm watches. I don't see any avalanche alerts or anything. Those, I mean, that's a tough yet. thing to mm-hmm. forecast, but you know, I, I just kind of think that 
you know, with that changing, you know, they already have so much snow and then the changing temperatures that, that, that creates the unstable snow. So we'll see if that, if, if that ends up being right, hopefully it's not, um, those, those are quite dangerous, but do you want to talk any sports or are we done today? You want to talk? You any just sports? want to toot your horn here. I am not. Listen, I, I'm. I asked. I asked. I'm not <laughs> being passive aggressive. I was just asking a question. You know what I was thinking though. Yes. There's no Thursday thinking... night football. There's no Thursday uh, night football. I know. And you know, like I, I told you, I don't like when Green Bay plays on Thursday night football, but I like having Thursday night football because it's almost like it's a reminder that the weekend. Is almost yeah. here, and the reason that they don't do it is because they don't want to give uh, yeah. teams an advantage or disadvantage. But why have Monday football then? Why do we have but Monday yeah. night football? I, feel I don't like it's know. The same I thing. don't know. You know the the game. You know what I don't understand? They they selected the Saturday night games, and the game that they selected doesn't make any sense to me. The Eagles mm. and the Cowboys, because if you're the Eagles, why are you playing anybody? It, 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 the best you can do is go into the sixth seed. Is there really a difference between playing, let's say, who's the number two seed, uh, Los Angeles right now, the Rams, the well, number the, three, right? The, oh, I thought you were going to say the Chargers. The reason they put the Chargers and the Raiders in that that's separate. Slot. Yeah, that, that's a good one. I, yeah. I will bow because what the Raiders do if they win, they're in, right? Yeah, and same thing for the Chargers. Do they it's oh, winner I go see the, home? It's the winner go home. Well, you mm-hmm. need that one because Jessica Pash. Yes, my Patriots. Picked. Do you want to tell them who your Super Bowl team was this year? You picked from the AV, uh, AFC? Oh, yeah, the Chargers. That's the right. Chargers. It was so the you need this and, one. And I was my two dark horses. And yeah. The other one is so bad. Uh, it was the Browns because the Browns listen, looked like they were such a complete the Brown. Listen, the Browns into. underachieved. The mm-hmm. Browns have all the talent to go. They had I mean, they had injuries. I get it. But they're loaded. Listen, yeah. they should have. They they absolutely they had the best absolutely, in the league. They did. They absolutely dominated my Packers on Christmas Day. Absolutely. They should have won that game. In fact, their center, J.C. Treader, was drafted by Green Bay. He was drafted by Green Bay and get this. He was supposed to he was their starting center, but then he got hurt. And then they have the uh, center that Green Bay drafted from Ohio State. I can't remember his name. He ended up playing for San Diego this year. And then Green Bay drafted another center in the exact same location from Ohio State. And he was their starting center until he got hurt this year. So um, but no, the, the I can't fault you for the Browns. I think yeah, the Chargers, I don't think I don't think they're going to make it. I think they might. I, I think that they could win they're a funny team. Yeah, but, loaded, listen, but the, yeah. What, what do you expect after? I mean, look at what they did in just one year. I mean, look at the 2020 Chargers and look at the 2021 Chargers. The, I mean, it's, they have a lot of weapons. Teams. Yeah, but they can't um, stop anybody. Yeah, they, they have a really, really yeah. bad run defense. Right, that's, that's all. We'll, that's all we'll subject everyone to sports for now. Yeah, we'll but further. We'll see this weekend. Um, I don't think there are any games that are really impacted by weather as of right yeah, now. I didn't, I, don't, um, I, don't, I didn't look. I'll have to do that tomorrow. But Nothing major, at least from what I saw. Oh, but anyway, what the Eagles-Cowboys game doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, the Eagles, why would you play anybody? It does for the Cowboys. I get that for seeding. But even the Cowboys, I mean, you're not going to get – you're still going to have a home game, right? Yeah, the Cowboys will still have a home yes. game. Yeah. So what I, is it? What's the difference? 
I almost feel like they should have put the Rams and the um, 49ers. Yeah, because the Rams could win the division. The 49ers win the game. If the 49ers lose and the and and the um, the Saints win, the Saints are in. You mean the Rams? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if the Rams, if the 49ers lose to the Rams and the Saints win, Uh, the 49ers are out. And I don't want the 49ers in there. I, I don't, don't like that team. They scare me <laughs> for the Packers because they'll just jam it down Green Bay's throat. Mm-hmm. So I worry. I would worry. I would worry about them, quite honestly. So yeah. I don't want them in. So we'll see what happens. All right. So uh, tomorrow, uh, Pash, it's Pash Project. We won't talk with yeah, I big, got a Roomba that I have to set up. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm going to babysit the little robot and we'll see yeah. how uh, my kitty cat Timmy does because okay. it's either going to go very well or, or it's going very, to go very bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll have updates on the storm tomorrow. We'll talk more about the Northwest. Melissa joins me. And by the way, Melissa uh, is also a Packers a, fan. And she is an owner like I am. Oh. I have. Well, stock. you too will gush over Aaron Rodgers tomorrow. I didn't even want to bring up the future MVP. <laughs> you did. All right. Have yourself a great, uh, great Wednesday. Make sure you download the AccuWeather app. It's a free download on your mobile device. It will keep you ahead of the storms. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 